Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hope you've got room for seconds because we're talking food again. It's a travel news roundup featuring outer space delicacies, retro steaks, and sweets that go boom! Plus Christmas at the theme parks, questionable in-park characters, and D23 is back, baby! Put on your bib and order an appetizer. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society! Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jeff Williams. Hi there. Heather Strait. Hello. And Jess Evans. Hey. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on a vacation of a lifetime. Well, guys, apparently we picked the wrong week to play our Disney Dream Dinner game. Seriously. Because this week's full of food and restaurant news out of Walt Disney World. So many new food options. I know. All day long at work, I'm sitting there trying to concentrate on running heavy machinery, and I keep on getting notifications that there's another news story about delicious food that I can't eat. Yep. Sucks to you, Dan. Certainly a big food dump today, I guess you could say. I did, too. (laughs) And then all that news came out. (laughs) Yep. Ew. (laughs) Well, first up, after that appetizing (laughs) comment, we've got got the news that dessert parties and uh, nighttime spectacular dining packages are back at Walt Disney World. Spectacular. Nighttime spectacular dining packages. They launched a lot of 50th celebration packages, and I noticed that they're... They're uh, they're optimistic for how much people are going to want to pay for these things because some of them well, are kind of expensive. Are we doing this again? We're going to act like people aren't going to hey, pay. Hey, people are going to pay it. Yeah. yeah. The the it's fireworks parties for Dis- the Disney Enchantment firework the new fireworks show is interesting. They split it up into three different parties: a pre party, <laughs> a treats and seats during the fireworks party, mm, and then an the after party. That's but smart. notably, the treats and seats party runs $114 a person. Shit. And frankly, that's not a great seat. It's not, no. no but it's I, a terrible spot to view. Is that fireworks. for the one in the terrace? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Having recently been there, there's a big tree that blocks most of yes. your view from yeah. It blocks the castle. Well, yeah, the angle for the castle for the projections and all those spectacular projections that they've got for Main Street. Okay, you're not going to see any of it. You're not going to see. Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah. Oh, with the, <laughs> the time that we did it, because before this, they had the two options. They had the one that, where you could stay in the terrace the whole time or in the other one where they escorted you to the little grassy knoll. Um, mm-hmm. With ne- your rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next to Zabruder. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but so we did the one where we went to the Knoll afterwards because we wanted to see the fireworks because I knew the, the view wasn't going to be great. But if you're going and you're kind of just really going for the 
the dirt, that's it's better to mm-hmm. stay in the terrace area because you know you don't have to yeah. then like go and squeeze in. That's and, true. But well, that's yeah. what the pre-party and the post-party gets you. Right. You the pre-party, you eat your desserts first, and then you get to go to a, one of the viewing areas in the gardens. And then the post-party, same thing. You you get into the one of the viewing areas, watch the fireworks, and then you go eat your desserts afterwards. And if you have children, both... I'd say do the afterwards eat the desserts because yeah, sure. there's nothing like piling a bunch of sugar into your child and then making them stand in a corralled <laughs> area for like 30 minutes. Well, and, <laughs> well, also, and also you can go... the crowd disperses. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. And those two are $99 per adult, $59 per child. I don't so they're really they're cheaper and it's what? a better view. You'll be able to see turn around and see Main Street, and Where, you're right in front of the castle. Dessert parties more like seventy bucks recently. Yeah, or did I dream were, that? I can't yeah, remember. No, it's been so right. long. I never I, pay for things. I don't know. If you want, <laughs> if you want to sit and watch it from a terrible spot, you can pay one hundred and fourteen dollars. Let me. Uh, here's my adult. thought, and it may be unpopular, but they can keep their stupid, crappy desserts. I would rather just pay seventy five dollars to go in the grass, and you True. keep your dessert. I want a good spot where I didn't have to camp out all day, and I don't care about your gross desserts. Mm-hmm. But the after party does include a variety of cheeses and beer and wine. So oh, hold up, yeah. Wait, whoa, okay, wait. Unlimited it does, uh, alcohol. It does. Yes, oh, not the pr- not the pre party, and not the uh, the one where you get During. a seat. At least not what they called out. But the after party. It calls out in, in the Disney Parks blog that you get a selection of beer and wine included my for the question, $99. So my that question is a good one. How long is it going to, is the after one going to like basically last? And then how do you have any time whatsoever <laughs> to like ride any rides after that or, or like explore the park in any way? Or are you just going to be like, mm, good question. That, I didn't see home. that information anywhere about it how seems, late they, you could stay in there. Yeah. It seems like they're. Not going to be, because lately they've just been shooing everybody out. The second fireworks yeah. are over, they're like, get out. Well, I mean, if Maybe you're staying they're... deluxe, then you should you probably, if it's the right night, you can stay, you know, until uh, midnight or later. Seems, mm-hmm. So, And those three things are not the only options for viewing. Yeah, this next the one, for only, for only $30 more than the good package, <laughs> yeah. the, the previous good package, uh, I'd say go over to the contemporary, right? Mm-hmm. This one is they're using the two private rooms up at California Grill, the Sonoma and Napa rooms, which are great, great views. And for this one, you get a selection of drinks, cocktails, sushi, and desserts. Shut up. Yup. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you get that before the show, then you watch the fireworks up there, and then it continues afterwards with coffee, more drinks... And desserts. And men must must wear khakis, slacks, or dress shorts and a collared shirt. Yes. Jeans may only be worn if in good condition. Sport coats are optional. Optional. <laughs> Thank you. You know those desserts are going to be better at that one, too. I would hope so if they're I mean, at the California the Grill. They better. They Ooh, say that they're garbage. inspired by menu items from when... Was that used to be called Top of the World Lounge mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when that first opened? Uh, supposedly, the the picture looks. It looks like pretty good. I want, to, I want to put every single one of those things in my mouth right now. That is. And that's what she. Said. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually, sadly, she's never said that. No, she has never <laughs> said that. And then, of Stop course, lying. they are also bringing back the uh, ferry boat dessert party, the sparkling dessert cruise. We were just talking about that one. Because mm-hmm. it was a Tiana-themed one. Yes. Originally. What? Yeah. So this one will this one will have tasty treats including build your own mousse, key lime tarts, cupcakes, and specialty beverages with and without alcohol on this one. So Can this you one's build your own flying one. squirrel too. <laughs> I hope I'm sorry. So. You might as well tell me it's build your own flan. I have no idea how to build mousse. I don't like. Well, I think it's put toppings it's mousse on and then pre-made topping mousse. And then mousse and then topping. Yeah. Making a parfait of sorts. How yes. about you stop taking... Well, there's taking... alcohol for the grown-ups, and then there's going to be an ultraviolet scavenger hunt for the kids. Mm, I think for that mm-hmm. price, they should really build that moose for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. probably. So it is also 100 bucks per person, $69 per child. Is and you the... get a special surprise to take home. Is the boat anchored, or is the boat going to move around the entire time? Because I kind of want it to be making its way around. While I'm doing mm, this, that's a good question. Down, I yeah. never really see those those fairies do anything except back and forth, back and forth. The article specifically calls them a sailing. So, can they really mm-hmm. call it that if they don't move at least a little bit? If you move, they from don't the even use a transportation sail. center and then park in front of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That's true, but neither does a does a cruise ship, and they still call them sailing. That's true. I mean, this is I, this is did. great though. There has been none of these for a long time, and now there's just. Bam! A ton of them. Yeah. That's just the stuff at the Magic Kingdom. And then they also have new stuff happening for Harmonious. How can we get another hundred bucks out of each and every mm-hmm. guest? Oh, wait. Well, the Rose and Crown one is is a fireworks dining package. It's not just a dessert party, which is kind of great. I like those. Yeah. So Interesting. You get also, it's a full meal and it's cheaper than anything at the Magic Kingdom. You also, get an the appetizer, view from... an entree, a dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. Although it doesn't say if that means beer. Yeah. Could that be unlimited black and tans? Oh, yes, yeah. right? <laughs> also, the view from Rose and Crown for the new show when we were talking about how the barges are set, that's going to suck. That's not going to be a good view. Yeah, it's going to be kind of a side Yeah, Mexico is going to be the money shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have a Spice Road table dining package. Same kind of thing. You get dinner and um, unlimited beverages. And it's even cheaper. It's only $72 per adult. 31 bucks per kid. Hmm. I'm it's honestly surprised that they're bringing food, back though. the dining things before they're bringing back the dining plan itself. The dining plans, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, there was some... Did you see the hullabaloo about the dining plan? No. Yeah, well, we'll get to that when we talk mm. about the menu mm. at Steakhouse 71. Ooh la la. Yeah, pay close enough but, attention to yeah, the menu. This is, I just this, my... this, this is a lot of stuff. I mean, people have been waiting for these to come back. People love the dessert parties. Yeah, so they're fun. I'm they're... glad to see them back. I always like them. I mean, even though yeah, yeah, you the could dessert's skip not that dessert good. and just pay fifty bucks for primo seating, would you? Or do you want yes, the dessert? One hundred percent. I don't need the dessert. That's not I've why been I eating did dessert it. all day long. I, I, yeah. I want the alcohol. Yeah, I'm not really, a dessert person. Yeah. Can I keep yeah, the alcohol? Yeah, dessert is Let a gin and tonic. Let me to like a VIP bar where I can watch the fireworks while getting zooted. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And also, while we're at it, can we just please have alcohol in, in normal venues at Magic Kingdom, finally? Has, has, has it been long yeah. enough? Instead of that we just can do that beer now? and wine. Yeah. In, at at, at only, like, specific yeah. locations. It's it's so stupid. Now, at Disneyland, you can get alcohol from a cart as long as you're in Galaxy's Edge. So it's like, you guys have bent the rules as far as they can go. Let's mm. just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walt's all, already on a rotisserie in his grave there. So. <laughs> Come on, Walt loves fact. We've talked about the fact that when the Magic, when Disneyland first opened, they had Picnic Land where you could buy beer, and that was technically part of mm-hmm. the Castle Park. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I'm surprised. Stop complaining all I'm you. surprised Bobby Paycheck is leaving this one on the table because that's that's a that's a revenue stream. Hey, so. we've purchased champagne yeah. from a cart in the middle of Main Street in Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. So. That's nice. Yeah. As soon as as soon as Bobby can put a Marvel character on a on a ta- on a, maybe a Pilsner glass or something. Tony Stark had a drinking problem, yeah. so I mean that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what more justification do we need? Demon in a bottle lager. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we welcome back one old friend, where we say see you real soon to another, because we just got word that the Finding Nemo musical is currently undergoing a reimagining, and it's going to be back sometime next year. Wait, what? I thought. So wait, are you sure? I thought it was. Are you sure? I thought it was closed. I, I heard I from a reliable told. news source that's never <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's closed just, forever. Did you just say? <laughs> reliable news source in the same yeah. sentence as come my, on my, now. My favorite thing about it, any time this happens now is they've got, you know Disney pays one person on their PR team to monitor that site because their oh, yeah. response anytime they <laughs> yes. get it wrong is less than 24 hours after they run it. And they're like, oh yeah. no, 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 by there's the way, some, you're wrong. There's some college program kid that's like, oh, we got him, <laughs> sir. Release <laughs> laying in bed on his phone. We yeah. got one. It's also a- Mr. Jameson. I think we got him. <laughs> it's all Good. it's also amazing to see just the incredible level of butthurtness that he lets out every time oh, because yeah. it turns yes. into like a, a multiple week tirade against how mm-hmm. terribly he's been persecuted and yes. yeah. Like our well, he already president. ran away from Twitter. So, do you remember when Disney called him unscrupulous? Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> not by the name, but they yes. they they strongly implied. Well, anyway, this, this looks great. Uh, Finding Nemo, I always thought was a really cute show. Yeah, we love it. It's like one of my family's favorite shows. Wow! And it seems that they are. It's still going to be the basically the same show, but they're updating the music. I wonder if they're going to add some. Finding Dory. That's what I think. Elements to it. That's Probably. that would be my guess. Is it still with the puppets and all that mm-hmm. crap? I would I suspect. I mean, that, that whole thing is set up this for dumb those actor's face. And this, <laughs> I hate that show. Oh, I've never seen it, but I don't know. It looks kind of cool. I thought so too, and then I saw it once, and I had this is my own fault, but and it makes for a good story though. I had a full blown my first full blown panic attack while that show was going on. So I've had mild anxiety my whole life. This was a full-blown fight-or-flight thing, and I monkey-pawed about 30 (laughs) kids right in their face as I climbed out of that dark theater. And they tell you when you go in there, do not get up and go to this Don't leave during the show. And I crawled right over Granny and kids and just smashing kids in the face. Punching manta rays. (laughs) Yeah. So, baby... 
I'm not a great judge of what the show was like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I can't blame the show for the panic attack, but... It looks like they're just planning to add some new story material and kind of... Interesting, though, that that yeah. was the Lopez's that wrote the music for that, that did Frozen and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Frozen. Frozen, Frozen 2. two. <laughs> Frozen, <laughs> Frozen 2. They did the, uh, what's the Book of Mormon? Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. The great other, the puppet show. Sesame Street thing on Broadway. Avenue Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also a great show. So, I don't know how they screwed this one up so bad, but the music <laughs> is bad. I think it's down to the choreographer or something. I don't know. I've never seen it. I thought it was cute. I liked it. Yeah. It was one of my like, kids' first like like, favorite things. It was, so. it was visually very pretty. I liked it a lot. Give me Lion King and the monkeys for for my money. Yes. You just also, love seeing also, also very guys good. and leotards jump around. Also, I was yeah. a little sad that it replaced Tarzan rocks. <laughs> That's Loin fair. cloths and roller skates. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the uh, it's like Studio 54 all over been, again. I, I wouldn't no, have been sad if they had brought that back. I like that. Yeah. That's hot. Well, speaking of one of them, my kids' first favorite things. You can have Beverly again soon. Yay! Oh, yay! I'm excited about this. As as in, actually, after this episode, before this episode drops, but after yeah. we record it, uh, both Club Cool and will be reopening, and the Creation Shop in Epcot will be open. So, who's been back so there how recently? You're get to that? The yeah, way they what's, have it what's tunneled off whole... now? They're just going to do like a little tiny yeah. pathway. To it only. A few What's weeks ago, they had like, like well, a few weeks ago, they had changed the walls from the last time I had been there. So it's basically once you get past Spaceship Earth, it's just walls that are directing you around to everything. So, right. yeah. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming they're just going to take a big old section down and then you'll have well, access to that. They'll probably still direct you to the left, like you have to go to Mission Space and Test Track, and then they'll do another tube that goes only to those two maybe i don't know maybe we're gonna yeah. be there this week so we'll check it out and see when does it open that. the 15th. 15th of september well that's a week ago or whatever <laughs> yes tomorrow. by the time this comes <laughs> out that's, uh, yeah <laughs> so we'll have been yes something like that so that's exciting <laughs> i'm excited club cool is always uh one a favorite of mine Half the stuff maybe... in there tastes disgusting, but <laughs> I like it. It's either bitter or super, super sweet. Super That's sweet. Really, I wish I could find it for purchase somewhere. I would drink that. Yeah, it's no. an aperitif too. It's mm-hmm. meant for like a for after dinner, so it's mm-hmm. that's why and it's so I do bitter. Have but... Dinner from time to time. So well, you could that would be a digestif. For... You could you could mix it with things. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. I, I wonder if they'll. I hope Creations is good because Mouse Gear was like my favorite theme park yeah. store to shop at. So Although Mouse Gear got got kind of lame in the recent years before closing. Yeah, it was just certain... the sheer size of it. I mean, it had yeah. it was like it was like the world of Disney. It had everything that the parks had almost. So I feel like there was an overall genericizing of the merch and under yeah, the every Chapek, store. Uh, oh yeah. Well, it's cheaper to in which, my, yeah, I get. Lines. You don't have a bunch of shirt, shirts you have to sell at the outlet mall later. <laughs> yeah, 
Do you think they'll introduce any new flavors at Club Cool? I hope so. I, so it's just gonna be the I same so. six. There's, that you know, there's co- weird Coca Cola flavors all over the world. That it would yeah. be great if they, at one top point in time they would they would swap them out, and mm-hmm. you know stuff would be different from one visit. to Well, the and next. if they're purpose lately, building it, that other one was like the same little machines that had six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Flavors now they could do like maybe a whole long wall of. Ooh, they could do walls. one of those freestyle machines sure. with the touch oh, button. Dude, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then you can are... mix your Beverly with something else. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> there are cool Fanta flavors sold all around mm-hmm. the world that I actually recently tried a. It was called Pina Colada, and it didn't taste that great on its own, but you put a little rum in it, and it was delightful. I like the uh, Fanta Ponzu sauce. That was really good. See, I think they need to have, if they're going to do new flavors, (laughs) they need to... They need to have flavors that are just exclusive to Walt Disney World. Like they could do like oh, that would be fun. flop sweat. So like every time you get something wrong, they just bottle it up and then his, serve it. His man boob sweat. Right. <laughs> or you, you, if you're going to do that, you could do like the sweat off of Chapek's head. Maybe they could do a historical bank where you can taste different Coca-Cola formulas through the ages oh. all the way back to you could get straight up cocaine. Coke. Yeah, you could get you could go back and get some cocaine uh, <laughs> straight <syrup>. up cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I wish there had been a crystal coke so I could get that. Oh mm. gosh. I forgot crystal, all about Pepsi? crystal Pepsi. Yeah, they brought it back a couple years ago. That was the weirdest ago. thing. It it did not look like it tasted that way. I don't know. No, it was, it was bizarre. bizarre. I was like second grade when that came out, so that was like prime time where I was like that was going to become the holy grail for the rest of my life of chasing down that experience. <laughs> and it was no. the Van Hagar song that was sounding right now. Crystal oh, Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> were you, were you alive for the new Coke debacle, Dan? I think that was, it, I, I don't was know that was before school. my time. I think it was like in 1987. Uh, so I was, that was, Prior to my Coca-Cola drinking age. Oh, I see. The yeah, new Coke was, was I wouldn't have been aware. slightly flatter and sweeter, similar it, to, to Pepsi. To me, it tasted like Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. And then they brought back Coca-Cola Classic. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. <laughs> that was wonderful. And it used to be called Classic. Yes. Yes. I'm just not quite old enough to remember the, the bad part. Oh, shut your mouth. I had another thought about... A good idea for flavors there. I don't remember what it was, though. But yeah, put it in a freestyle machine, and then you can just... Well, if they did exclusively stuff for Disney, they could have, like, Dole Whip or what? I don't know. Just mm, That Pineapple Fanta. Yeah, Pineapple Fanta is mm-hmm. pretty close. Yeah. It's good stuff. Or they, or there's, like, one that would be, like, a creamsicle flavor. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. like, the uh, that one you like, Dan, the Citrus Swirl. Citrus Swirl, yeah. Or, like, you know, joking about the cocaine formula aside like even if they just had a place where you could taste forgotten canceled flavors that they used to have tab yeah that would be fun yeah i'd do it yeah my kid would do it rc cola and a moon pie yeah we maybe we'd get some remember there was a um, hubba bubba soda what yeah Mm -hmm. it was like bubblegum soda gross it was disgusting yeah do you know where fanta came from no is German. Uh-huh. Don't you it was first for, Fanta? It was first formulated because Coke stopped doing business with the Nazis, and so they came up with their own soda replacement for Coca-Cola. Oh, I had no mm-hmm. idea. It was yeah, originally Nazi called soda. Fanta! <laughs> 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 I 
Send in the Fanta! Could you do that in, but in the more uh, effeminate uh, Nazi voice? I like that Nazi version better. What? <laughs> Instead of the always yelling Nazi voice, there's like the stereotypical German voice that's kind of a little mincy and effeminate sounding. Never mind. Let's move on to an actual real <laughs> story. Fanta, please. Yes. Yes. Like the beautiful butterfly. It's bubbles in my nose, the Fanta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys had the effeminate Nazi inside you all the time. You were just afraid to let him out. <laughs> Wow. It brings a tickle to my nose when I sip on it. Oh, yeah. It's in my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, also in Epcot, uh, Space 220 Restaurant has released its menu out of their grand opening. And uh, we month. finally know when you can start making reservations. Yeah. Nice. Now. It's pretty oh. much. Yeah, I'm looking at their website. The and it's- You're welcome. Counting <laughs> down. Yeah, actually, this is going to be another one that's going to be, uh, yeah. Opening in five days, 14 hours, yes. 24 minutes, and eight, seven, six, five, five, four, three, two, one, zero. <laughs> five hours, 14. Okay. So their anyway. first full week is just going to be walk ups only. Mm. And so can they, you do that online? You don't actually walk up, right? Isn't there? Well, a you can do it on the app thing? now. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have to walk up on the app. Yeah. On that internet thing. <laughs> Well, but I hope they include this because that walk-up thing is typically only for Disney-owned restaurants. It doesn't work for mm-hmm. the Patina Group restaurants that already are in the park. So you make a valid point. I'm not frere. sure that's going to be the case for this. It'll be a, a literal. So walk-up. they open on the twentieth, and until the first reservation that they will accept will be for the twenty seventh. So it's this is going to be a big line snaking through the park for the first week. I think. So it's yeah. a prefix menu. How does this work? I'm looking at the menu. Do you get like one? You get one choice menu? of the appetizer, yeah. one choice of the entree and a dessert. Unless it's lunch and then you just get the, uh, what's it, the entree and the dessert? Or? Yeah. Yeah. This seems like the strategy lately to prevent people from just going to the popular places and doing nothing but ordering a dessert and taking up a table. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they can get the. So here the experience obviously is the space simulation, or I don't know, somewhere else that has a great view for fireworks Mm -hmm. or somewhere that may or may not be announced soon. Wink, wink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it does seem to be a problem for them, especially recently, that people are taking up tables for very long amounts of time, but not spending much money and their Mm -hmm. revenues are dropping. So this is, and you can tell because the wait staff is the wait staff now is is it's not forced, but they're definitely moving you. You know, they're Mm -hmm. they'll definitely move as fast as you want to go. So yeah, it makes sense. I don't want to hang out forever if I'm there with my family. We're trying to get back into the park, so it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, tables are at a premium. Labor's at a premium. You got to go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) So you have a lift off course. The appetizers, a star course, the entree. I know. And a supernova sweet. The the theming gets on my nerves. I I was gonna say I don't even (laughs) think the theming is done well on this. I'm I I'm really holding out judgment until I experience it, but as a sci-fi fan, I'm not wowed by this place in really any of the aspects that I've seen. Sci-fi dude, this is sci real. (laughs) Uh, Yes. 
I'm shocked that they got a special beer made for uh, the Blue People Land for Avatar, for Pandora. They got special beers for Star Wars Land mm-hmm. USA. Well, they have and they've got here, dude. Mick Ultra <laughs> and Blue Moon and Bud Light. Yeah, their beer selection is absolute dog wee wee. It is terrible. Yeah. They have a Crooked Can. Crooked Can is the only sort of craft beer mm-hmm. on the thing, and it's one of their lamest selections. It's a lager. Their their cider is Angry Orchard, which is mm-hmm. barely. Yeah, as a as a cider drinker, I'm I'm kind of pissed that Angry Orchard just seems to be the default that nobody's trying mm-hmm. anything except for the Crapery has like amazing ciders. Some of them have that Recurderling mm-hmm. one. That those are good. Yeah, that one's great. Those I love are that very one. Good. But Angry Orchard, the, it's yeah. The cocktails yeah. look great. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like really do. Those. And the the whole look and styling of everything, the food is the way it's prepared and presented is really cool looking. I'm sure the food's going to be great. It's a good looking menu. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised yeah, because this is menu. this is like this is kind of opposite of what they usually do, and maybe it's because it's Patina Group. But usually the menu, especially for something like this, would be far more adventurous and and yeah, full of new flavors and new there. techniques and then they pull it mm-hmm. back after they get the complaints and people are like what is this this don't look like chicken. my little darling can't find anything he wants to eat right or or like with docking bay seven people just didn't understand that it was fucking chicken fingers it's not <laughs> it's not an alien okay like it's chicken fingers that's so then they had to add example. chicken fingers in the menu because people are so stupid people didn't know what tip yip was even though so it said I, chicken they couldn't read the slightly smaller type yeah this yeah. menu looks like they the photos look cool but it seems pretty like pedestrian it, it will it will probably please the masses so mm-hmm. there's that a works. lot of italian yeah. elements i noticed calamari and burrata and salad. Gabagoo. i hope there's, they'll have a nice gabagoo. Gabagoo. Yeah. <laughs> hey. there's a filet. there is a duck dish that looks really yeah, Good, I'll give that a try. Star, I love to eat a duck. <laughs> a baked whole lobster stuffed with jumbo crab. Yeah, oh. shot into space. I could go for that. It's <laughs> yeah. an extra twenty dollars. Covered in cheese and batter and deep mm. fried, and then served oh, but in this a short pizza rib with bag cheddar full grits. of marinara. <laughs> Taco to your plate, or the coffee rubbed twenty uh, four ounce ribeye. Yeah, twenty four ounce ribeye. Could they not find a bigger one? That's a one? lot of steak. It's all right. You're you're weightless in space. So <laughs> X two duck. <laughs> Their names are cracking me up a little bit. Yeah, that's a little. Oh, there's two different kinds of duck there. It's mm. duck two ways. Mm-hmm. It is duck two ways. Oh, I thought it was duck themed after the X Men sequel. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's roasted and confit. Confit duck. I don't well, know about the butternut squash flan, though. I don't like ugh. flan when it's sweet. There's two things I don't I like. Squash, butternut flan. squash and flan. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so one made out of the other is really nice. I, will, I will, not be, will not be eating the squash no, flan. I see they have oh. lemon mousse. Do I have to make that myself in space in a weightless environment? <laughs> you have to build, uh, it. You have to build, build it yourself. Build your own mousse. <laughs> I'm I I want to I'm I'm excited to try it. I'm going to shoot to get a reservation when I'm down there for the 50th. I don't think I'll get one, but you guys are going to be experiencing it. I have a it, feeling so. we will get mm-hmm. one. Yeah, so we, we will report. We will report back after we are there. 
Uh, did you check out the lounge menu? It looks pretty good, actually. What? They've got Hold some up. Dev- Where's that? Oh, some okay. devil So eggs. is the lounge up there or is the lounge like before you get on the space elevator? So I'm not sure, but you can get a chicken waffle, uh, small plates, some deviled eggs. And crew brews. What's really? I do like me a chicken I just, waffle. Yeah, right? Short ribs. The names sliders? of things is mm. just, I, I, we, we have a really crappy diner here in Richmond called Galaxy Diner, and it's like, neon fake 50s space themed and everything's called like starry <laughs> calamari and astro deviled eggs basically the same things that they have on yeah. this menu it's like like the star in star wars town it just adds space to the front of everything yes. space, <laughs> chicken space greens that's uh, a salad chicken these are all just on, sh- hold up chicken on waffle yes <laughs> Short rib sliders. Oh, the lobster roll. Actually, all that sounds good. I oh, wonder, the lounge yeah, menu you, can stuff you just sounds go to the lounge? Delicious. I don't see why not. Huh. Oh, you mean without having to take a trip into space? I do yeah, love that they have a tang drink. <laughs> did you, did you, did you all see that? Is it called that? the poon tang? It's called the big tang. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's served, my nickname in high school. It's served with a side of astronaut ice cream. Oh, I used to love that at the Space and Rocket Center in Hunts Patch. Yeah, I wondered yeah. if there would be astronaut ice cream and tang, and they put it all in one cocktail. So get it out of the way. Yeah, exactly. That way, can people say, "Oh, look, they have that," and then order something that's actually delicious. Exactly. Then get a steak that makes sense. Mm, I mean, a space steak. steak. Yeah. Speak. Because in cow, nobody can hear in cow. <laughs> in cow, no Whoa. one can hear you boo. In space, no one can hear the cow. Now we know what Dan likes to do on the weekends. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, yeah. So, so I'm just going to say stick around because after the commercial break, we've got even more theme park news to cover from this very, very, very busy week. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Halani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. And we're back. Next, let's shift from the kind of, sort of, somewhat future of Space 220 to the oddly retro Steakhouse 71. And I say that because I'm sure it's going to be delicious because I like 
a good steak as mm. much as anybody. Finally, a steakhouse at Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're really living up to the stated timeline in the name as far as the menu. And it, it's like if you look at the menu from Steakhouse 55, it was like swanky kind of old cattleman's mm-hmm. steakhouse style menu, but they juiced it up quite a bit and made it kind of fancy. Whereas you look at, yeah, you look at Steakhouse 71 and it is just an old steakhouse. It's meat and potatoes. But Dan, you can get ambrosia salad. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and an iceberg wedge salad. Yeah. And, and look at, look at the steakhouse, the steak cuts that they have. There's no fancy giant tomahawk steak or what's that? Mm -mm. Yeah. Steak, that giant ch- Chateau Briand or whatever, mm-hmm. steak for two. There's nothing like exciting. There's Yorkshire pudding, which yes. don't get me wrong. I like me a good of you course. Know, Yorkshire pudding, but this is like, is. it's like popovers, but yeah. in a pan. Well, if you it's want something same, new it's, tangled, it's a, Dan, have avocado toast. There's on a the pork chop menu. on the menu. It's no, I'm not, I'm not necessarily complaining. I just think it's really funny. It was I when I loaded up the menu today because as we're recording this, they had just released the menu, and it was like I this just is not what I was expecting for this new dining experience at the Contemporary Resort, especially after they like I don't know. It's yeah, they went they went everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, is basically. The I'm kind of down for it. I noticed but, they did put on the appetizer menu, the secret menu item that's been at the Wave for a long time. Did you guys ever have the bacon and eggs appetizer? Yeah. Oh, is that on the breakfast? It wasn't on. No, the, it was on a, the... just a secret menu item that you could get at lunch or dinner, and it was um, it's a maple <laughs> lacquered pork belly. Oh. With cheese grits and a poached egg. And it's so good. I've never heard of this. And it was a thing you oh, had to, you just had to know that yeah. it was, it was one of their secret menu <laughs> items and, and it was delicious. Or you could go with the onion rings with plant-based dipping sauce. <laughs> plant-based dipping sauce. Could you, could you make that sound less appealing? <laughs> right. It's just ranch. But they but had without, to, they had yeah, to put on there any, that it's that it's yeah. without any of the things that make ranch delicious, like the sour cream or yes. the I can't believe it's not buttermilk. buttermilk. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's I was surprised by I can't the believe by it's the not animal. <laughs> I like that you can get your your steak done all kinds of different fancy styles with the sauces. And whipped yeah, I love horseradish. That. But yeah, it does look like yeah. I, I, I'm I'm excited to see what they've done with the decor. Because yeah. it definitely looks like you're going to be stepping back into the 70s, which I, I think is Well, the sketches of, they showed looked cool. a little less uh, drapey cloth and all that than the 70s and looked pretty nice. I thought the wave sucked. It did. Everybody's crying <laughs> and acting like it was their favorite. But if you ever went in there, you could always get a reservation. Mm-hmm. No one was ever in there. Like nothing's everyone's favorite until they announce it's going away. And then yes. oh, I mm-hmm. loved it so much. And it wasn't bad. Change. I liked the wave, but it was nah. never my first choice. Also, why is it in the basement? I don't know. That whole uh, the lunch, fair. 
the lunch menu looks really good. <gasps> the gourmet grilled cheese sandwich with bacon, gouda, and gruyere and pork yes. belly. Oh. Yeah. Salisbury steak. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like you got Salisbury steak on the menu. Bro, this isn't like a good quality oh, no. Salisbury steak sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. It's just, you know, again, it's not what I expected out of a deluxe resort. Well, I like it. They've steakhouse. got so many other things that are like yeah. nouveau versions mm-hmm. of everything. This yep. is cool just to have classic. This is even more classic than like Yachtsman or Le Cellier or Exactly. Schumann. The menu really sure. reminds me of um, when we went through Nebraska and stopped in Omaha at a rather dated Cattleman's Club type. I was going to say, it's like steakhouse a right around the corner, right to. next to the stockyards. And it's like where they've mm, got the chairs that are steak. made out of the cowhide. And <laughs> can, you know, I go, can I go? Can I go pick out my steak yeah, from that. the stockyard? Like the lobster tank. <laughs> it's just yeah. these poor, sad yeah. cows take, out there. I'll take that you just one. Just give please. you a baseball bat. Point oh, your way. I don't want to have to kill it. Oh, come on. It's your meat. You got to eat it. And then, and then the breakfast menu for twenty bucks, you can get Benedict scrambled eggs, bacon sausage, waffle, yeah. grits, hash browns, and because apparently they think you want to be healthy, fruit on the side. The mm. breakfast menu to me is the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And of course, Prime they had to put hash. avocado yes, toast on there. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean that's got to you know they got to do something to make it. Bro, what's prime, prime rib, rib hash. hash? My God, that looks good. Yum. Uh-huh. With free pickled cigarettes. Yeah. Seasonal pancakes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they'll be pumpkin flavored at first. <laughs> Red velvet at Christmas time, probably. Oh, oh. God, no, stop. Yuck. Gross. <laughs> it's either that or candy cane. <laughs> it could be fruit cake. I would prefer candy cane. cane. I don't cane. like red velvet. Well, regardless. Bourbon cold brew, though. Maker's Mark, Joffrey's Coffee Cold Brew, and Maple and Vanilla Bean Cream. What makes it oh, bourbon? My, f- my favorite was, I think it was the Maker's on Mark. The it's got Maker's Mark bourbon in it. Oh, I thought it steals your car or something. <laughs> <laughs> on the dinner menu, <laughs> there is Peru Alto Mayo Protected Forest Coffee. Oh, stop it. Whoa. <laughs> All righty. In a French press. Raised by a lonely pig. Yes. <laughs> Handpicked by a lonely farmer from <laughs> September to May. He must be lonely. They take his family just, away just to make sure. Just one farmer and his burro. <laughs> <laughs> he's not so lonely, I guess. His burro. <laughs> not if he's got and a burro. Burro is a real jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I think... Um, we're going to be down there in February for our wedding anniversary. And I think I'm going to put this on my list of reservations to try yes. to get. Our yes. wedding anniversary is coming up? Oh, God, I didn't put it on the calendar. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What year are you, Dan? A big one O. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. Was that paper? I don't know. Balsa? <laughs> <laughs> I think this wood. is where I think this is where they start getting slightly more expensive. Paper was like number three or something like that. I think this one is twist tie. <laughs> I made an effort. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Well, what other restaurants are opening up? Anything else? Uh yeah, the I mean there's a horseshoe. ton. Oh, Diamond Horseshoe. I've never eaten there. Uh, not many people have because <laughs> it's only seasonally opened at best. 
We uh, um, for a while it was. I thought it was open all the time. I ate there only one time, and it was when I brought my um, Canadian niece and her fiance uh, to the Walt Disneyland Florida complex, and it was perfect. It was like the Hoopty Doo Review kind of a menu served family style like that, but without mm. the singing and dancing. Without the hoop or yeah. the dee doo. Well, they yeah, used there was to no have hoop or dee doo. <laughs> yeah. They used to used to have hoop and dee doo. Yeah, which like a version that was very similar to hoop to do, and then it turned into like Goofy's hoedown for a while. Oh. Yeah, when we yeah. went, it was Fun. there was no entertainment, but they had the music and the people dressed like that corn pone hokum stuff. But <laughs> corn. It was hokum. barbecue and ribs and cornbread, and it was very. It's good. Like, like kind of Southern American. It was really good food. And my uh, niece and her fiance loved it because it was just like super American. Yeah. But it was great. It sounds, like, sounds like the menu this time is a little bit different and it's pretty close to Liberty Tree Tavern, which would Ugh. make sense because they're, they're so close kitchen. together. Yeah. Uh, so you can get, you get a, uh, is an all you care to enjoy family style feast. You get a platter piled high with roasted turkey breast, pot roast, and oven roasted pork with traditional sides. So I'm assuming that means green beans and potatoes. Uh-huh. Canned stuff. Yeah. Then you get toffee cake to end with. It's a nice looking building inside though. It's got it's that really nice. We we ate there like I guess two years ago, whenever things were still normal. Um, yeah. Uh, right <laughs> at Christmas. Gosh, <laughs> it was, I think it was actually, it was before ago. the Christmas party and they decorate oh, the hell yeah. out of that place. It's pretty nice in there. So yeah. I like it. And there are seats and air conditioning. I like both yeah. of those things. Those are good things. Well, um, we've got news of some various holiday offerings. First up, I guess this isn't specifically Halloween, but it's, dark and spooky so i'm counting it as a halloween offering and it seems like halloween's all we talk about out of universal these days uh mm-hmm. as well shortly before this episode drops the dark arts at hogwarts castle uh light show is returning september 18th that's I've great i've never seen any of these castle light shows there i'm, I'm rarely at universal no. when it's dark for whatever reason right I've yeah seen the I've normal nearby, but it looks great I've seen the normal castle show and it was great. Yeah. I've never seen any of it. I like how they have like the death eaters and the dementors come out and roam the streets Mm -hmm. of Hogwarts. That's that's cool. Yeah. That looks really cool. One thing that universal beats Disney at is the spooky. They do it very well. Yeah. They really do. And this, the, the photos of this show look pretty spectacular. There's at one point, it looks like Hogwarts is on fire. Yeah, it looks like dragon fire. Yeah, and they have that great score by John Williams, which is fantastic. So, Uncle John. Yeah, this is this is a great show, and it's very popular. So it's another step towards normalcy. I love it. Yeah, looks good. As darkness Uh, falls in Hogsmeade, the all-consuming dark arts will be unleashed in front of that castle. So I never could figure out like where do you stand to watch this thing. It's very crowded bridge? back there on the bridge and all just people just jam into Hogsmeade. Yeah. It's it's wall to wall folks. <laughs> COVID so under, under, understandable why they. <laughs> but the good thing about well, it, though, is that it doesn't just happen one time. 
<laughs> so that's that's what it has going for it. Oh, okay. It's not everybody doesn't have to plot pile uh, in there for the one like showing. Yeah, it starts it starts at dusk and they continuously run it until park closing. Oh, so, like that, like the that old projection the... they used to do on yes. uh, Cinderella Castle. Yes. So yeah, you don't like you don't have to go and line up for it. You can you can you know see the holiday it thing they do times. on the Tower of Terror. Exactly. Yeah. Which I also have never seen. Jingle bell, jingle bam. No, <laughs> the, the, the holiday one. thing at, oh. on the Tower of Terror is great. It's really cool. Yeah, that one I like. I hope that they bring Speaking that one of Tower back. of Terror, weren't they going to do a show for the 50th on that? And now I haven't heard any mention I haven't heard a thing, yeah. When yeah, it's just going to be a projection. The 50th, they were going to do a projection, but I haven't heard a thing about it. Yeah, it's there's just, just going to be a projection, projection show like the holiday one, so there's nothing they really have to do other yeah. than... Put it in. Just turn on the program in there. I guess yeah. we'll find out in just a couple of short weeks. Bob Chapek shows up with the USB. I've got it, guys. <laughs> Plugs it in. <laughs> Remember when they were going to have a Mary Poppins um, attraction for the fiftieth? Oh, yes. Remember when they were going to have a three-story beer garden for the fiftieth? Yes. Oh man. Uh, Detour. Sorry. Did you guys see the video of the um, behind the scenes of the new kite show coming to Animal Kingdom? I did see that. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Is oh, it as yeah. pathetic as I think? Uh, it's yes. It's one hundred percent. Is it like if you and I and Dan, <laughs> if you and I went to, to Five Below and got Ooh. a package of kites that are Disney <laughs> yes. themed, and then somebody got a box <laughs> fan and we ran around yep. and we're like, look at that, woo woo! I'm Simba. Okay, Ooh. but. But you realize that you just outlined our ticket to internet stardom. Yep. Yes, because so that's, what I'm saying is, yes. yeah, let's make it so. Below. Yes. <laughs> Someone go to five below and get some kites. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Is, we can even step happening. it up. We'll go to five above. Hey, we can Whoa. put this on the Gold Key Adventures TikTok. There you go. Yeah, it's happening. Just about the only thing on there. Yeah. Ooh, if we're going to five above, then you're going to put it on the Key to the World credit card. That's, <laughs> that's out of my budget, folks. All right. Yeah. It's a diner's club card, so be careful. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, we don't take one. Discover. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, back to the holidays. Next up, uh, uh, we're skipping over Thanksgiving and head straight to Christmas because... Because uh, that's we've what got, we always do. <laughs> that's right. We've got official confirmation. Just like in life. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've got official confirmation that the Candlelight Processional will be back at Epcot's International Festival of the Holidays this year. They had been uh, rumblings about a month ago that they were starting to hire talent for for this, but they had. Do so we have confirmation that. that Neil Patrick Harris will I be there? I cannot as wait to miss huge. this one again for the thirtieth <laughs> consecutive year. Yes, <laughs> it's a great time to get a margarita. I'll say that much. Yeah. Uh, No, they have not announced any of the uh, celebrity narrators. Uh, It will uh, run November 26th through December 30th. Mm -hmm. They are bringing back the guest choirs. They're going to be hosting school groups and community choirs, but they have gone ahead and said right out of the gate that all performers have to be fully vaccinated. And wear a mask while they sing. It's going to be great. (laughs) we're funny that's my fun skit i performed for you (laughs) well that's the uh that's that uh oh and then uh we're gonna go across to the west coast and uh disneyland is getting yes some might say that um they're getting their very own uh christmas holidays 
after hours event, Disney Marius Nights. That just rolls. The first right thing up. I have to say uh-huh. is that in California they hate apostrophes and s's <laughs> after those apostrophes. They, they do. Yes. Everything's yeah. just Disney. Yeah. Well, you know they spent um, like millions of dollars taking the apostrophe s off of Disney's California Adventure and turning it into Disney California Adventure. Uh-huh. And all well, let's also congrats. <laughs> Let's also congratulate them on the name of this event. It's the most concise and least least obnoxious yeah. name for an event that they've come up with. Yeah, it's not many, 14 uh, words long like yeah. most of their yeah. things. And there's not very yeah. many of them. The November yeah, 11, November 16, November 30, and then December 7 and 9. And that's it. And they've <laughs> already sold out and they haven't even gone on sale yet. Right. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I love that the that the the Muppets in their Muppets Christmas Carol attire are going to be part of this, and I would yeah, they're going to be on Main or, uh, Main Street USA along with uh, Mickey Mouse. It's cool because they've got like each of the lands. It looks like has like a different theme for the little holiday party going. Yeah, in it looks there. So cute. Lilo and Stitch are hosting a tropical Christmas in Adventureland. Uh, Elsa is hosting a wintertime celebration in Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear uh, is going to have a futuristic Christmas because see of course, mm-hmm. this feeds in into my this feeds into my new outlook on Disney parks. Have you guys seen like the videos from the Oogie Boogie Bash yet? Uh, yes. Like, no. like that that looks really great, and like it shows all the things that they can do. They've got a full parade in that one. Like mm-hmm. while we you know just yeah. have the cavalcades. I, with all the things like that they're doing better at Disneyland, I feel right now, I'm totally like switching my focus over the next year to go to Disneyland over and Walt Disney AP. World. Yeah, I'm I'm decided I'm not going to renew my Disney World annual pass. I'm actually just going to get one of the Disneyland ones because I, I don't know. They're just they're doing a lot better out there right now. And I want to see all the extra stuff that they're doing that Disney World's just kind of not doing. Yeah, it's weird. I don't... It... It's like, I don't know. I don't quite understand why. And they you'd think with like the restrictions. Bit, maybe because they're smaller, they can just make it cooler. I don't know. Yeah. But like with the Oogie Boogie Bash, they've got like all the villains put out in like various places. Like, mm-hmm. I saw that, those like little tableaus that they have. Yeah. Yeah. For each of the villains. And yeah, King Prince John is out. At that event, how long is Oogie Boogie Bash? Is it a four-hour thing, like the whatever the after-hours thing is? I'm not sure exactly, but usually probably three or four hours at the most. Like Disney World Mm -hmm. just throws the doors open, kind of. Hey, pay extra, come in. Mm -hmm. And they are going to have a full Christmas parade at these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Christmas fantasy parade. Wow. Yeah, I, I love the, yeah, Muppets, the Muppets on Main Street, Miss Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy. Which is interesting, because are they still going to have the Christmas parade for free the rest of the time? Because Disneyland always had... I believe the they are, because it's... The parade just yeah. became the Christmas parade. Because it year. says it will be a special viewing of the uh, uh, Christmas okay. fantasy parade. So I think it still is, yeah. Well, that's good. And they do call out that Galaxy's Edge will not be accessible during this yeah, party. Along with Mickey's Toontown and Critter Country. Yes. Kind of those dark back corners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Diaper Town mm. USA back there. Interestingly, they're putting Coco in 
Frontierland during the party. That's kind of like how he is at uh, Disneyland Paris. He's in mm-hmm. that Mesa area, Thunder Mesa. Yeah, it's like the closest appropriate geography. Yes. If not actual, <laughs> I should say geographic it's features. After, not after uh, Coco <laughs> crossed the border. Coco and the Coyote. <laughs> That's Coco, too. <laughs> Apologies to our Mexican <laughs> listener. <laughs> uh, we only have right. listeners in Mexico when Heather and Jeff go to an all inclusive resort. <laughs> we yes. don't listen from there. They just want to hear about Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, also out of Anaheim, uh, we do we have confirmation that D23 Expo is returning next year to mm-hmm. Anaheim. And they've pushed it to September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it used to be in July. They're hedging their bets and pushing it to next fall. Next fall, you guys, that's going to be the fall where we're back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is to do, because they were in the middle of a huge remodel of the Anaheim mm-hmm. Convention Center, too. So Yeah, the, the Expo, was it? It was last year. The one that was canceled, that was right. canceled was going to be at a different time or something. At a different of, venue. They weren't going to be at the yeah. Anaheim Convention Center. So maybe, maybe this one is when it is. Who knows? Yeah, September 9 through 11 at the Anaheim Convention Center. It will be the seventh time that they've held the D23 Expo there. And it's, I mean, it is a huge, crazy event. It's really fun to go and look at the trade show floor and see all Mm -hmm. the cosplay and the parade and all that. If you're there trying to be in the actual things where they announce everything, it's pretty miserable trying to get into that i i don't know you have to I wait for hours and hours just, just we literally sat them. on yes. the floor of the basement in the conference center mm-hmm. for like 11 hours yes just yeah. waiting in a line and how much did you pay for the opportunity to sit on the basement so floor? much money hundreds <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it? we were there with Worth it. you know trying to cover it for our company right. and so that's what we had to do but if, if i just went as a fan i would it would be a lot more fun <laughs> yeah and this and it was cool and we we because we were there covering it for our company we did the good thing and, and got in the, the really really long line that we stood in for hours was for the parks update yeah. which was very cool but what was killing me is we're sitting on this concrete floor waiting and just on the other side of the wall. could not do both of these, by the way. Yes. We <laughs> could hear the movies, the, the, the studios. <laughs> yeah. All of the Avengers are on the stage to Every announce Endgame. Every single Avenger. And we're in, the basement, <laughs> oh, no. in a cold basement sitting on the floor for hours listening to everyone uh, yell we, about Robert Downey Jr. We <laughs> hear the screaming and Benedict Cumberbatch was on the other side of the wall. And I was on the floor playing cards or something. I like how you can really learn a lot about the personalities of our hosts by which (laughs) Avengers each of them decided to mention they were upset about not seeing at the D23 Expo. Well, I couldn't think of a single other Avengers name at the point I said Robert Downey Jr. That's fair. Hey, Iron Man is my favorite Full disclosure, I've been drinking steadily for an hour and a half. (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that's exciting. 
But the trade show floor is amazing and seeing all the displays. When we were there, they had the full-scale model of uh, Galaxy's Edge out there where you could peruse it and peek all into it. And I'm sure there'll be some amazing announcements and... Maybe uh, didn't they also have Uncle Scrooge's money bin that you could dive yes, into? Yes, they did. did. <laughs> I'm so upset that I missed the opportunity to do that in my life. Oh well, you'll have to come Someday. out to the old D23. That was uh, where that was the one where they uh, announced uh, Galaxy's Edge. That I would like fun. to go yeah. as a fan and send people that can cover things and wait in the basement for hours. Yeah, hours. exactly. And I, just I, think that's, and... <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen next year. Yeah, I like that plan. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Being the boss has perks. Well, I'm getting one of those sorcerer's passes. That's where what I want. I don't have to wait. They were impossible to get. <laughs> they are impossible to get. Uh, do we have any other theme parks news before we get to the... Uh, I think I, mean, I think we've covered it all. It was just so much this week. Hey, I you hope guys so. Because... They're making a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. What? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. When's they're that, they're when's testing that the ride coming? envelope on that through. They're pulling those vehicles through and making sure that nobody's head's going to get pulled off. I sure hope. Oh, uh, good. As long as, they don't, as long as they don't touch my precious Ellen Zillard energy adventure. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. What? We'll talk about that after yeah. we're done recording. What? Oh, no. You might want to sit down. Mm. Well, speaking about questionable uh, characters shoehorned into the Disney parks, just has just has a story for us. Well, yes, we've we've been talking a lot about what's about to come to Walt Disney World, but with the fiftieth coming up, I decided that we should start talking a little bit about some of the questionable moments in Walt Disney World history. Um, so this week. We're going to talk about characters in the parks, but not the characters that you know and love and not even those rare Disney characters that you would love to see again. Uh, We're talking about the weird non-Disney IP characters that have appeared in the parks over the years. So, yeah, we've got, you know, people like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the Power Rangers, um, strangely enough, Tom Tom and Jerry at one point when they first opened MGM Studios, they had that. Um, But there there are three that stood out to me as as some of my favorites. Um, First and foremost would be um, the Epcot's Magical World of Barbie. Um, yes this is from 1994 uh it, it, it was a stage show in the american adventure pavilion um it lasted just over a year which is amazing when something like this lasts that long um and it was for for barbie's 35th birthday that she was having and so if you purchased uh one of the special 35th anniversary barbies that year and you sent in a proof of purchase with a penny you could get a vhs tape of barbie birthday party at walt disney world epcot 94 and you can see this on YouTube if you look it up. It's uh, it's a saccharine sweet tour of World Showcase, and then just like a little bit of a little bit of the how they made the stage show. Um, but it's it's just so much like scrunchies and so much big hair that I'm surprised <laughs> it's not brought to you by the good people at Aquanet. Um, it is just amazing and very really pink. There's, there's so much pink. In I'm that pretty. Video. I'm pretty sure that show too. They opened it. And then almost immediately shut it down for a few weeks to fix it because it was so bad when it first oh, started. Yeah. Oh, I think it was. We're seeing that, and then yeah, it was a year later. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not as bad. I, I don't think not as bad as Dick Tracy starring in Diamond Double Cross, which was at <laughs> I wish Disney MGM Studio in uh, in 1990. 
And they really it was, wanted um, that movie to be a bigger hit than it was. They did. They and they originally planned a ride that was going to be put into Disneyland and Walt Disney World, but that got scrapped. Um, but instead, what we got was a live stage show, um, and it was at Theater of the Stars in MGM Studios, and it featured some of the most grotesque characters to ever appear in the parks, um, yeah. as well as musical musical numbers from the film. Um, the the masks that they use because the characters in the movie looked gross to begin with, but these were just rubber masks that they put on them for the show, and it's just nightmare inducing. Um, and that one lasted oh, less than a year. I'll look up Flat Top right Wasn't, now. Excuse me. Yeah, Flat Top. The guy that played him, I can't think of William Forsythe. William yeah, Forsythe, good friend of mine's sister, dated that guy. Oh wow, Weird. he's one of my favorite characters. Like I love that guy. A couple of years. Nice. Now he was um, great. And, in- Raising Arizona. And finally, the biggest stinker of them all, no pun intended, would be Ace Ventura <laughs> Pet Detective live in oh, action. Oh, yes. Um, basically I just, the 90s. I just posted a photo of uh, my sister posing at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like some dude with the yeah, so this hair, was, right? This was, the 90s were a really bad time for, for Disney parks to just put in whatever they could get their hands on. Um, This was to promote the, the sequel, When Nature Calls, in 1995. <laughs> Um, and it took place on the New York back, back lot, which is no longer there. Um, and this was barely a show because it would start with him rappelling from a rooftop. And <laughs> then he would basically interact with like a host and just do Jim Carrey impressions. Um, at one point. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. And at one point he would go up and into an office and you'd hear a toilet flush and then he'd stick his head out the window and be like, nobody go in there or whatever the do fuck not he said. I there. hate Jim Carrey. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and. And then he would end by zip lining between the buildings for some reason. Yeah, um, well, Ace Ventura was known for his repelling and zip lining. <sighs> there were no animals involved at all in this. No, in this well, mess? Uh, the the premise was that there was a dangerous spider loose, so there was apparently a rubber spider that he would <laughs> do stupid crap with as well. I, I'm fully, I'm I'm in full belief that this was written by a young Bob Chapek in his first role with the company, but <laughs> that's just me. And that one only lasted a few months. That one was so bad, so. At least we don't have to deal with any of that crap now. So anybody complaining when they put IP in the parks, at least it's not a fake Jim Carrey Weird, doing not even poop jokes. Disney IP. I yeah. I still don't even understand how that came to be. How did how did that happen? Yeah, that was not even an MGM property, right? No, it was it was a smaller studio. They just basically bought the rights because the first one was so big that it was when <laughs> Eisner was basically like, if it makes money and we can make a deal to get it. Let's put it in the parks. Bring it into our movie park. I mean, he had just opened MGM Studios, so he was really trying to get people into that park. So there you go. Uh, I bet the Ninja Turtles were cool. No, they looked weird. They were amazing. My kid loved when the um, (laughs) Dan loves him some Ninja Turtles. Would you like to hear about the Ninja Turtles show for about the next 20 minutes or so? No, thank you. (laughs) Definitely. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was it was really good. I still have their. Uh, I've got their autographs in my autograph book from 1994. Is, did they Aww. use this stamp? <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did not even pretend. That was always that. such a jip when Buzz would go kachunk. There you go, kid. <laughs> yeah, here's your autograph. Yeah, we were happy at the time. We got to see them kick some shell before they signed autographs. Oh, there yeah. was a whole stage some show that. Shell. They did a whole stage show and they did a little song and dance number. Oh, wow. But did you see the coming out of our shells tour live that I did when I was a kid that toured across the country? That was really, really, 
I really, really, really wanted to get a copy of the VHS from from Pizza Hut. <laughs> I had the cassette tape. I didn't have the VHS, yeah. but I had the full soundtrack of the show on the cassette tape. <laughs> Pizza Hut had the best yeah. stuff back then, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. still have Ninja all my Turtles. Back to the Future 2 glasses from Pizza Hut. So. Oh, oh man, those, those are worth a fortune, too. They did oh. great. Yeah, I have the full collection. Yeah, the ones that look like st- traffic lights, those are the ones I Basically, want. they look like stuff Kanye wears now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I wouldn't brag about that if I were you. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to take part in Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebrations or explore anywhere else in the world, Key to the World Travel has a Nautilus-class submarine traveling 20,000 leagues under the sea full of travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend the Theme Park Professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest news at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. And actually, the it's, it's, it's not in the same park, but Disneyland, for a short time, over at Disney California, had... Um, Disney California Adventure had a special character that would walk around Cars Land and say, Hi, I'm the chef at Flo's V8 Cafe. But unfortunately, they had to get rid of them because some guy yelled at them that they shouldn't brag about that. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.